You always strive to put me down, dismantle my progress, and take me away from who I am, who I'm meant to be, insisting that I am the best as I am, that no effort or attempt can take me to the place that I desire, pushing me further and further down to implant the idea that I will never be good enough, never be great, only meant to be simply mediocre. When I look at you, you seek to tear me down, looking for the imperfections, pointing out the reasons that I am not beautiful, from the scars and the marks, small things that make up my appearance, screaming at me to conceal, hide, and fix everything that is not deemed worthy. When I look at you, and you look at me, we are one and the same. With a glimmer of hope, I take a glance at something that does not need to be fixed, the beauty of my hips and the glow of my chestnut brown eyes in the sun. A reflection of me, me to myself, my most critical advocate seeking to destroy the small light inside and replace it with doubt. Fixing my eyes on others and comparing myself to others, seeking to discredit the beauty and uniqueness of me. But best believe, because I am me, I am worthy, I am beautiful, I am unique, as long as I believe. Hi, my name is Charlay, and welcome back to Unspoken Transitions. The poem was about the challenges of self-doubt and the transition into self-confidence. This week's podcast episode will provide some tips to be confident and to work through some procrastination. So let's start off by defining self-confidence which is trusting in your abilities and qualities and judgment. So overall, just pretty much trusting yourself. It's funny, like self-confidence is connected to trusting yourself and what you believe and what you want to do and believing that what you <laughs> and believing that what you believe um, is sufficient. So when you I guess when you are making a decision, you're not leaning on other people, you're not um, like doubting yourself and thinking maybe this isn't the best decision and just completely disregarding how you feel because you just don't think that your opinion or what you're thinking matters. Um, So usually when you you lack self-confidence, it stems from being put down as a child when you're growing up. So if you're invalidated, if you constantly brought up ideas, you constantly shared your thoughts and things like that, and you were always put down for it or you weren't taken seriously, that's usually where a lack in self-confidence comes from. So I can think about when I was a kid, I had a lot of ideas, like of course I was a weird kid, but I had a lot of ideas on what I wanted to do, who I wanted to be, decisions I wanted to make, as small as like group projects and things like that like my opinion was always the last to be considered or not considered at all or because I was a child they were like oh you're a kid what do you know and whatever I wanted was disregarded so that of course internalized and made me believe that whatever I thought just didn't matter or wasn't as important because maybe I was a kid maybe because other people had better ideas because they could draw better or whatever it was It was never my opinions were never taken seriously. So that's why I internalized it. And growing up, I was I did not have a lot of self-confidence. And it even went to the point where I remember in my family, 
I used to watch a lot of TV, a lot of PBS kids and things like that. And of course, they're going to say, oh, believe in yourself, trust yourself, that kind of narrative and Disney, all these like childhood shows and everything. And I remember kind of trying to adopt that mindset, like, you know what, it doesn't matter what other people think, it doesn't matter, as long as I like it, as long as um, it's good to me, then that's all that really matters. Like, I can just accept that as it is and keep it moving. But when I kind of tried to embody that mindset and walk around like, oh, I don't care about what other people think, and I really tried to, like, um, hone in on my ideas... I remember family members and friends were kind of just like, no, you need to care what other people think because what if they see you in this light or what if they don't see you in that light and things like that. And I mean, as a kid, it's really hard to walk around with the mindset that you don't care about what other people think and you're trying to really instill this mindset of positivity when all you're receiving is negativity. So it's not, it's really, it's a lot of it is your environment, but that's just to define self-confidence. It's kind of like, you have constantly be, been being put down. You've you've constantly can't talk today. You're constantly being put down, and your opinions are not always taken seriously. And that is why you lack self confidence because you were kind of like taught growing up that what you thought and what you said just didn't matter. Um, even going down to like something as simple as style, like oh, why are you wearing that and things like that. You thought you looked good, but other people are just like, uh, oh, you don't look good. So now you start to doubt yourself. Um, and those really do carry on into adulthood. Now you're questioning how you look, questioning what you say. You ever like think about what you say before you say it to make sure that what you say like is fine to for other people to hear or you just withhold your opinion because you're just unsure if it's appropriate. That comes from self-confidence because you're not confident in what you're saying. You're kind of just suppressing it so that it can fit the norm. And I know I talked about this a little bit in another episode where that's where like extrinsic motivation comes from. So intrinsic motivation is having that self-confidence, having the inner motivation and inner ability to be able to trust what you're saying and go forth with your ideas and just go with it and keep it going. Not saying that you don't hear other people's opinions, but other people's decisions, other people's opinions do not dictate what you do and how you do it and things like that. Um, that's intrinsic motivation. But extrinsic motivation is when you rely on others to tell you what to do. You rely on others to tell you what tell you what to do, what to say, how to act, what decisions to make and things like that. Because you don't have enough confidence in yourself to make a decision, have that decision and just go forth with it. Um, when it the only t- sometimes not all the time, but like a lot of the time when you make a decision and for people that are extrinsically motivated when you make a decision and you're asking other people if it matches up with what you want to do you'll go for it but if it contradicts it even though you know internally it is something you want to do you'll still kind of like disregard it because the other the other people extrinsic of people are just like I don't think so so you're like you know what this is what I wanted I don't think so but all that stems back to self-confidence because you're not trusting yourself you're not trusting what you want to do what you want to say how you want to act and how you want to be in this world um so it's really hard to shake it off yeah like it's really hard to just shake off that feeling because what can you do when you're always surrounded by like that kind of negativity um but I found some ways to gain some self-confidence. It took a while. Like it's, I'd still, I can't even say it took a while. It's a work in progress still. Um, 
So some of the tips that I have, um, I have, f- I have four tips. And the first one is affirmations. Now, I saw a lot of this on TikTok. I saw a lot of this on social media. They're like, yeah, affirmations, affirmations. And I was just like, um, I don't know about all this because they were just like, yeah, just like put a sticky note on your mirror um, or on your wall or wherever that you're looking on a daily basis, like a fridge if you have your own apartment, anything like that. And just put positive things about yourself. So it could be like, I am beautiful. I am smart. I am um, worthy of love, things like that and reading them out loud to yourself until you begin to believe them and they say scientifically if you read something and you look at yourself and like you say it it'll start to like manifest itself inside of you and you'll and that will come out as confidence so first one is affirmations and again like I kind of thought it was a bunch of baloney but I was like you know what I'm not feeling too confident I'm not feeling too good let me do this for like a week so I did it for a week and I can say that oddly enough, I feel like it's, it's kind of weird, but oddly enough, I was able to like walk in confidence, wear what I wanted to wear more comfortably without doubting myself as much, not like looking in the mirror and saying like, oh, I like this, but I'm afraid of what this person will say or whatever. Or I don't know if I can say this because I am afraid that it's gonna like offend somebody or people are not going to be in my favor, things like that. I felt more confident in myself after doing that for only a week. So I would say you should definitely, whoever's listening to this and needs some like confidence, I definitely would say try some affirmations. And if you go on Pinterest, if you go on like um, TikTok, honestly, I think if you put a hashtag, uh, hashtag self-confidence, hashtag uh, affirmations, things like that, you'll definitely find some affirmations that they have for you and you just have to repeat after them. But yeah, that's one tip on how to gain self-confidence. I definitely would say affirmations 1000% does help you just got to be consistent with it you can't do it Monday and then you do it Friday and then you do it like the next week like set a day and time set a reminder or something and just or best time for me is when I do it in the morning first thing in the morning wake up read the (laughs) read your affirmations while looking yourself in the mirror um, when you're getting ready or whatever it is take the time to do that and it does make a difference it truly does. It sounds silly to some people. I thought it was completely silly, but I can say that personally, it did make a difference. The second tip that I have is make an effort to not be so hard on yourself when you make a mistake or um, you're not being productive. So I know like it's COVID times, it's quarantine times, things like that. It gets really doing the smallest things can be extremely exhausting and what I mean by that is it's as small I don't know if you all feel me but like it's as small as doing your laundry like I sometimes will have the laundry sitting there and I'm like I just need to get it and just turn on the washing machine and start to do this but it takes me days to finally get to it and it's okay. Like, that's fine. Like, if you you were supposed to do it on Tuesday and you did it on Thursday instead, try not to be hard on yourself and, like, attack yourself. Or if you make a mistake or you were trying to get something done and it wasn't working out when you wanted wanted it to work out, it's fine. Like, give yourself credit for what you've already done. Like, let's say that you were so... You planned usually... I'm trying to think. Like, let's say that you usually... Um... Let's say work-wise, you were supposed to complete like 10 tasks or something like that. And usually you do complete the 10 things that you need to do. But this week, it was just too much for you and you did five. Give yourself credit for what you did. Like you did your best 
for that day like you did your best (laughs) and that's what matters to be honest um like it's yeah it's really important to just give yourself credit for what you've done and like what you can like everything you want to do afterwards you can accomplish it later but don't be so hard on yourself don't beat yourself up and be like oh my gosh i'm so stupid and things like that and the rule that i have is just like if and i'm still implementing this again um because <laughs> i know my friends will probably be like roasting me right now but any anything you wouldn't say to your friend do not say to yourself so like if you make a mistake you wouldn't call your friend like a stupid idiot if they messed up or they said something wrong or um they made a simple mistake like you wouldn't say that to them so the rule is not to say to you so don't be hard on yourself it's okay to make mistakes and do the best that you can for like a specific day it's fine if you don't get everything done all at the same time and that I'll talk more about productivity and things like that um a little bit in a little bit and then so the first tip was affirmation second tip is not to be so hard on yourself third one is to surround yourself with people that uplift you uh what I've said, what I said a little bit earlier was about how being around negative people, no matter how confident you're trying to be, it will only bring you down because it's like you're the only person who's trying to hold this. But if you surround yourself with people, with friends that like a solid group of people that will uplift you, it will help your confidence stay up. It'll help you be more confident because you can't expect, you can't be in an environment where everybody's putting you down, putting themselves down. Like, it's just a like a negative fest of people just putting themselves down and just what was me kind of mindset. And you're coming in with this positivity. Sometimes it can help, but like a lot of time, if it's just negative people and they're just meant to be negative, it'll be really hard for you to try to get out of that when you say something positive and they're just only saying something negative. So surround yourself with people that are uplifting and if you're starting to walk in confidence now if those people are always negative and they never were negative never wow never positive towards you um then what do you expect to get they might say like oh you're acting different and things like that and honestly if you start to act confident when you do start to act confident believe in yourself understand who you are more a lot of the time some people really may just be like you know what like what's good with you do you think you're better than me and things like that and that's fine like you're not saying you're better than them you're just you just recognize who you are and your great qualities so if that turns out to you losing friends honestly they weren't your friends in the first place again I know we talked about um toxic friends in the previous episodes and things like that but I really like to emphasize that it's important to surround yourself with two people that are really there for you that are really down for you than like 10 people that are wishy-washy or they're not with you 100% they're not there to support you so surround yourself with people that will make you your best you I know that may sound a little bit cliche a little bit corny even but it's very true to surround yourself with people that will bring you up because who you are surrounded with determines who you are honestly I know a lot of people say no not really but it determines who you are who you surround yourself with is who you are um so that's tip number three surround yourself with people that uplift you The fourth one that I have is dress with confidence, dress with confidence, because you'd be surprised what wearing your favorite outfit can do for you and how you feel about yourself. I know that obviously we're not going out, clubs are not open, like restaurants are open somewhat, like it's, we're all just trying to be safe because it is COVID times, but at the end of the day, I say go to (laughs) go to a local grocery store, go to the mall, go wherever and just really dress up. And when you leave that door, when you walk out your door, make sure you feel like 
you are a baddie. Like, make sure you know you look good, you feel good in what you're wearing, and walk in confidence in the outfit. And it really will uplift your mood, how you see yourself, and things like that. And it doesn't matter where you're going, just dress in confidence like once a week if you can just dress up put your makeup on if you know how to do makeup um put your favorite outfit on and really just like embody what you i mean we don't (laughs) i don't know when things are going to be normal so and dressing really does help so dress in your cutest outfit and go from there that's what i say like dress with confidence so i'll go over the four ones so affirmations um don't be hard on yourself Surround yourself with people that uplift you and dress with confidence. Maximize on your like best qualities. I honestly say try one or all of these because you really will see a difference in your confidence and how you see yourself. And you'll start to recognize all those positive qualities rather than focus on focusing on those negative qualities. Um, so next one we're going to talk about is procrastination. So procrastination <laughs> is super real for me. It is real. Um... I saw a, I know I keep talking about TikTok, but I saw a TikTok the other day that cracked me up and it was just like, do you ever like, <laughs> you, you're up until 2 or 3 a.m. and then um, you're just like, you know what, I need to get my life together. So you create a large list of things like you're going to eat healthy, you're going to lose 20 pounds, you're going to start like running every day at 5 a.m. Like you're going to do all these things starting tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and you see the list and you're just like no I am all set with that I am not trying to do that so (laughs) it's okay it happens to me but I've been there I've done that and it's okay like procrastination does get the best of us because maybe maybe it isn't everything all at once but these are all things that you wanted to accomplish at some point and then you just feel kind of defeated maybe one night or a couple nights a week and you're like you know what let me get it together and do things and get them done and procrastination I don't think there's a way to get rid of it like I'm not gonna be out here just thinking after you hear a couple tips you're gonna be able to just delete procrastination and call it a day but I think that there are some tips to help you to be more productive and um, procrastinate less so the first tip that I have is break what you need to do into super super small steps so let's say that you want to end up working out five days a week right at some point you want to work out five days a week for a yeah you just want to work out five days a week let's just stop there rather than trying to every single day monday tuesday wednesday thursday fridays like trying to work out and things like that if you tell yourself that you're gonna work do a 10 minute hit workout or a 10 minute workout really quick i think that will motivate you more like five days a week just do random hit workouts or even just three days a week, whatever it is, because you're trying to work up to five. Let's say like we're starting up with like three days a week. If you tell yourself you're going to do a hit workout and it's for 10 minutes, I think you'll be more motivated than if you set like a whole list of things. You want to work on arms, legs, all these other things. And it's going to be 45 minutes. And you're like, you know what? I don't want to do that. Set it really small. So 10 minute workouts, 10 minute hit workouts. And then eventually as time goes on, maybe wait like a week or two, Make it 20-minute workouts and just slowly get there. So not the small task will help you to get out of bed and for you to actually make the small incremental steps so that you can reach the larger goal. Or even my people in school, like even if it's like a 10-page essay, 
rather than i know a lot of people i just want to say this before i say like the um tip within the tip i know a lot of people they just do the essay the night before and it works out and they're good so for y'all if that works out for you this is not for you but this is for my people that struggle with writing the 10 page paper um if you have a 10 page paper and it overwhelms you to finish it or you just don't want to do it just set a timer for like five minutes and just write for five minutes and then stop take a tiktok break it's this is called the um, Pomodoro method. I hope I'm saying it right. Pomodoro method. So the Pomodoro method is when you work for 20 to 25 minutes, take a five minute break and go on TikTok, whatever it is um, that relaxes you for five minutes, take a break. And then after that, uh, start working again for another 20 to 25 minutes and just keep repeating those steps. So work for 20 chill for five work for 20 chill for five and you'll get a lot of things done maybe you won't have 10 cycles of 20 minutes but just picking a task like you know what in this 20 minutes i'm gonna write my introduction paragraph and then you take the 20 minutes write the introduction paragraph all right take a break and then keep going from there you'll be very productive and it doesn't just work with essays it works with like a lot of other things too anything that seems like a big task that you know you need to do putting it into like a Pomodoro method, work for 20 minutes and then stop for five can really help you get things done. Um, another example of breaking things into small chunks is like, let's say you really wanted to meal prep, you're going to work, you don't have time to be or you keep buying food out because you don't feel like meal prepping. How about like splitting that into really, really small steps? So first one could be like day one, just pick a date, buy food, you can bring a friend or something, make it more exciting if that helps you. Or if you don't want to go to the grocery store and do all of that, you can just go a lot of these stores have like curbside pickup these days so you can honestly just sit in your bed listen to an album that you like and just pick the items that you need so that you can eat healthy that's day one all right so you're just buying the items day two um pick up the food and cook the meal like pick up the food cook the meal all right that's all you're doing you're not even packing it yet that's just like another day and then the last day find some containers and then pack up the stuff so breaking it up into small steps rather than being like you know what i'm gonna Right now, I'm going to go to the store, and after I go to the store, I'm going to start cooking, and after I cook, I'm going to put it inside the thing, and I'm going to set it up. That sounds like a lot, but if you break it up into small steps, I think a lot of people are more motivated to actually get it done. And if you're planning on doing it, this goes back to, like, the self-confidence one. Like, if you were planning on doing it and you don't do it, it's okay. Like, it's fine. I don't think that's, like, a huge... That's where procrastination is not a problem. Like, you're going to do it one day. You didn't end up doing it that day. That is fine. You pushed it to another day. You got it done at some point. And even if you don't get it done within that week, the next week, just try again. That's all that matters. It's all trial and error. Like, not everything's going to be perfect. It's okay to procrastinate. But breaking things into small steps, trying the Pomodoro method can definitely help you make progress and get to where you want to get to. Um, second tip. Removing distractions. Um, if it's up to me, I will be on my phone forever, whether it's Instagram, whether it's Snapchat, whether it's TikTok. Right now it's been TikTok. I can be on that for like four hours. Just try shutting off your phone and again, trying the Pomodoro method or, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> shutting off your phone and doing the Pomodoro method or like just because everything I don't know about you guys but everything's distracting to me like I could find some like putty in my room and I'll just start playing with that but really just setting a time to focus and get things done 
for a small amount of time, like removing a distraction, just shut off your phone for a little bit and then really get into what you need to do. Even if it isn't the whole thing, just a small piece of what you need to do and keep it pushing. So remove distractions. The big distraction for me is my phone. Um, or it could be family too. It could be friends. Like remove the distractions, set yourself up in a way where you know you will get things done. Um, or even like, or even have like an accountability. This helps with procrastination. Have like accountability partner. So if you're, if let's say you are with your roommates or something, tell your roommates like, yo, if I come out and I'm trying to talk to you guys, ask me, did I finish X, Y, or Z before I'm talking to you guys? That'll help you not to procrastinate as much because somebody's keeping you accountable. Someone's keeping you motivated to get things done. Or even, you can even work with them to get things done. Like you can sit with them and be like you know what right now we're gonna both work on this task that we need to accomplish and if you sit down and work on that that can definitely be helpful um and yeah so i'm gonna say so the three tips for procrastination is break things into super small tasks remove your distractions and then remind yourself when you have a goal like have someone who's accountable to remind yourself of what you need to do and why you need to accomplish it so that goal specifically too, something I wanted to add on to that is when you have a dream board, when you have um, it written down, depending on if you're a visual person, you like to visual person or you like to write things down, um, having it up and ready for you to do like, why am I working out? It's because I want to reach this goal. Why am I meal prepping? Because I want to do this. Like, why am I like reading this book on this new topic every day? It's because I want to get to become this person. So having it in front of you and knowing that um it's something that you want to accomplish and reminding yourself of that will definitely help you if you put it up in your room or something so having a goal and reminding yourself why you want to do it will definitely help you with procrastination because it's not you're just you're not just doing it to do it you're doing it to reach a goal and this very small step will help you get there um and the last thing i want to say before i just like wrap this all up is how i usually organize things so i don't procrastinate as much so what I do is I have a, I have goal. I, I'm not a visual one. I haven't, I've done a dream board once, but I wasn't good at keeping it. I think it just stayed in my car. <laughs> I didn't end up hanging it up because um, it was pretty big and I didn't have space for it. So I told myself I was going to put it in a corner and look at it here and there, but that did not end up working out. But anyways, um, I am a person that likes to write down my goals. So I have a goals for the year and then I break it off into months. So for example, one of the goals I have for the year is to what are my goals that's crazy um <laughs> one of the goals that i have for the year is learning how to um sew or sew like five or six items for example like really well know how to sew um in order for me to do that i need to set apart time so i have monthly goals like okay i want to learn how to stitch this way for this month and then next month i want to learn how to stitch a dif different day and then to split it off into weeks i'm just like all right each week I want to read about this and then Saturday I'll try it, for example. And then by breaking off into yearly, I want to do all of this. Monthly, here's the what I need to accomplish. Like I want to sew five things. And then, uh, did I say monthly? All right, monthly, monthly, I'll be like, all right, I want to sew five things. Each of the weeks, like every week, I'll plan on picking something specific so I can reach my monthly goal. And then each month will help me reach my yearly goal. So I 
pretty much just split them up like that so i'm actively reaching the goal and it's just super small things it's like oh so for an hour a week on a day that you have time or something something that are super small goals during the week that i know i can accomplish i'm not saying i'm going to read for six hours and then i'm going to sew for six hours because i don't have time for that but just saying like you know what this is an hour of your time that's going to help you reach a larger goal and that helps you with procrastination because it's written down you know when you're doing it you're feeling good because you're making progress to go where you want to go and yeah that's what usually helps me and I know that we have busy lives and we have a lot of things to do even having a checklist yeah, specifically for iPhones I'm not sure what Androids have they definitely have checklists but um, if not there's probably an app for it there's definitely an app for it so having a checklist of things you need to do for the week that will help you reach that goal so pretty much all in all I'm trying to say write down your yearly goal monthly goals that will help you reach the yearly goal. <laughs> wow. Monthly goal, yearly goals, monthly goals that help you reach the yearly goal. And then weekly goals that'll help you meet the monthly goals. So all of these small mini like broken up goals will help you reach your overall goal for the year. So it's not just like, oh, I want to lose 15 pounds by the end of the year. And then we're out here chilling. Now it's middle of the year. And we're just like, oh, I need to restart because I didn't do anything. It's Every day, you're just doing something super small to reach that monthly goal that doesn't seem that big that will reach the yearly goal. Hope that makes sense. <laughs> but I hope that you guys had some good, you guys took some good tips on procrastination, helping you overcome it. And I'm hoping that my self confident tips also helped you out too. Um, so thank you guys for listening. And if you have any topics you'd like to hear, please send an email to unspokentransitions at gmail.com. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe and share with a friend who would like this content. Thank you guys. And I hope to not see you. (laughs) I hope you guys listen in next week.